podcasting from Ealing, London. I'm Paolo Valdemarino. And I'm Matt Mower. And this is the Activate Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. Are we recording? Yeah, we are. In this new season, we want to focus uh, on uh, our program, on what we do to help companies, what we do to uh, help entrepreneurs who might be inside companies, inside small, big or large organization, or can be founders of their own startups. Uh, we have built this interesting program, which is made by many different bits. And what we are going to try to do is to present day by day how we approach different aspects of being an entrepreneur. I presume that uh, a good start is uh, try to figure out together what does it mean to be an entrepreneur. So what do you think, Matt? I think it's a really good question, and I think it's a question that a lot of people don't actively ask themselves. Uh, the people that we've seen very often, there is a drive to be an entrepreneur, but they've never really considered it very carefully. What are they doing? So they may want to jump out of a corporate company into a startup. Um, they might want some control over their own lives. They may be good at something. They haven't necessarily really thought through the essence of what they're doing and why it's so important to understand it and get their motivation straight. What it means to be an entrepreneur essentially is that you are driving yourself and other people towards a goal. I mean, for me, the, the highest definition of an entrepreneur is, is somebody who has seen a challenge or a problem and said, I will fix this and I will muster whatever resources um, are required to change the world to make this goal achieved. Mm -hmm. That can very easily be lost in the hubbub of starting a company, looking for co-founders, thinking about building software, starting to build software too quickly or design designing the product before you've even really figured out what problem are you actually solving. So in asking the question, what does it mean to be an entrepreneur, I think we're basically saying slow down and really figure out what change you want to make and what's it actually going to take to get there? So what is the journey that you are on and what's really required to get through that journey? And I guess that something else that helps a lot is uh, either find somebody like us or find somebody with experience, somebody with a different perspective, somebody possibly who has been through this and help you reframe what your you your idea of being an entrepreneur might be a legend that only exists in your mind so trying to switch to change the angle a little bit will probably help most people when they're starting a business at some point they're going to need other people to come along the journey with them that could be a co-founder it could be a key first hire almost certainly it's going to be an investor and your ability to take out of yourself the sort of implicit context of I want something to happen and make that real for other people so they see it as you do, I think is key to getting them to come along on the journey with you. If, if, it's, if the driver, if the real thing you want to do is kind of stuck inside you and hidden, how does anybody else know if they want the world to change in the same way that you do? And, and while all investors, yes, money is a factor and you, you want what you do to generate a return, 
very often there's also an element of wanting to change the world for the better, wanting to have some sort of impact on the world around you, on the people around you, on the people you care about. Part of being an entrepreneur is making it clear what the change you're trying to make is. And and very often, because it's so clear to you, you never really communicate it to other people in a way that they can also understand. And I think one of the things that we do is to try to help these people strip away the implicit context and get them to really say, this is what I want to do. I care passionately about this change. I'm willing to do what it takes to get this change. And I think that's another thing about if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, understand what the journey really looks like. Um, you can fool yourself that it's going to be easier than it is. I mean, we know it takes a long time to make any serious change. Unless you really want this thing, are you actually going to be up for getting to it? Yeah, and let's face it, especially if you are doing it within a startup, chances that you will fail are pretty high. So... It's it's all great. Being optimistic is is good. If you were not optimistic, you would not be there. At the same time, be realistic about what you do and uh, try to understand the context where you are trying to create this. I mean, you raise a really good point. Any any entrepreneur who the first time somebody says this is a stupid idea and goes, you know what, you're right. It's a stupid idea. Why am I doing this? I mean, they don't get through so they have to have that built-in optimism filter um, but at the same time they need to be connected to reality somehow I mean, if you say to me i want to be a billion dollar company i mean you have to look at what that really takes do you really want that um, that's a hard journey that 999 out of a thousand people are going to fail at are you that committed or do you just want a 10 million pound business or a lifestyle business all of these things may be difficult but Really, what journey do you want to be on? Paolo, in the programs that we've run so far, what would you say are the key characteristics you've seen in people where you've really thought this is somebody who is engaged with this, who understands what they're doing? Well, I think that there is one characteristic that I kind of struggle to name, but it's this idea of... Uh, being in search of a whole solution, being in being mindful of the fact that there is a product, that there is a problem, that there will be a way to get uh, people with the problem to get to the product. I mean, it's not just one aspect of uh, the strategy of the company, but it's a vision. It's uh, it's something that, uh, of course, usually is not very clear clearly defined, but there is. Uh, the necessity almost of trying to satisfy uh, the whole scene. Where I think that we find companies that struggled or founders that struggle, and it happened very often, is uh, where we find somebody who has a very deep understanding or need to, to satisfy one part of the problem, but they don't have an overall vision. You might have an idea for a product, but that product actually solves a problem that maybe nobody has. You don't know anybody with a problem. You might have a problem, but you don't know how to reach the people with a problem. You might have an idea, but you don't know if anybody's willing to pay money to get this idea. So usually, 
I find that when you have entrepreneurs who have a vision, might be a little bit hazy, but they have an idea, uh, 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 they can kind of see a whole dynamic, they have more chances. I think this goes to, and it's something that we've sort of said as, as Activate that we're interested in, is people who have some domain expertise... If you live in a particular domain, so I mean, if you live in healthcare or you live in education or you live in you live in a space, you get to see problems in that space, but you get to see them from different angles, potentially. You get to see how they connect to different people's lives, what they do. You gain a deeper, I think, fundamental understanding of how that problem is in context. Who has it? How does it affect them? So that when you come to think, I want to solve this problem, you've got better insight into the problem you've got better knowledge of who it's a problem for and how valuable a problem it is i think a trap for smart people who want to be entrepreneurs is they find a problem that they find something that looks like a problem they may not be experts in the domain but they're smart and they think i can solve this problem and in some senses they can solve it but they lose that thing of the really deep insight into why the problem needs to be solved. But because they're smart, they will chase that problem anyway because, hey, you're in a startup, you're an entrepreneur, that's what you do, right? And when people tell you, yeah, this doesn't sound right, you ignore them because entrepreneurs are determined and gritty and will fight through all that kind of stuff. So I think what, for me, what you're saying is be immersed in the problem, know about the problem and, and we see it when we start to ask people about sort of how do you know about this problem where 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 does your knowledge come from smart entrepreneurs who are domain experts they can tell you it's because i've seen it here and here and here or i've done this several times um, it tends to be more experiential than statistical indeed and also focus on on think about why you're doing this is uh, if the answer is for money, you're doing it for the wrong reason. I mean, yes, making money is necessary for a company, but there might be something driving you. So uh, I think especially to us, but anybody out there, if you're trying to solve a problem, be sure that this is a problem that you really want to solve because uh, it's it will be hard running your company or running your project is going to be hard. It will require a lot of will. And if you don't really want to solve that problem, you will give up, wasting a lot of time and money and people. So focusing on why you want to do that is probably one of the key elements. Yeah. I think we've pretty much covered um, a lot of the thinking that we put into selecting people evaluating them as entrepreneurs and deciding whether they're the kind of people that we want to support. Okay, I think that it's time to wrap this up. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening and uh, see you soon. Mm-hmm.